Hey, it's Pat. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. In case you're not familiar with me, I've been helping people retire for over 20 years now, author of the book, Save Your Retirement, and host of the Save Your Retirement radio show. Our goal with this show is to provide you with valuable and timely information to help you plan your retirement, or if you're already retired, help you make the most of it. Ultimately, we want to help you use your money to accomplish your goals and dreams and to help you avoid any stress and fear with your finances and instead replace those with confidence and peace of mind. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe so you won't miss future episodes. Also, if you'd like to give us a great rating, it would mean so much to us and it helps get the word out so we can share this valuable information with others. Thank you so much. And now here's this week's episode. This radio show is a paid placement. You've read his books. You see him on television. You follow him on social media. And you can listen to him talk about life and retirement right here, right now. He is Pat Struby, and this is Save Your Retirement, presented by Preservation Specialists. Thanks for joining us today on a special episode of Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. He is the author of the books, Save Your Retirement and The Retirement Secret. And Pat, as I said, this is a special episode we're kicking off today. In the first part of the show, we have a little bit of a different topic, a little bit of a special guest. So I'll let you uh, let our listeners uh, know what's going on. Yeah, thanks, Jen. So we've got a guest today, Casey Estridge. Casey, how are you doing today? I'm great, Pat. Thanks for uh, having me. Absolutely. So Casey uh, has an expertise in real estate, investment in real estate. And obviously, we talk about investing on the show uh, all the time. And uh, our firm also has kind of a specialty and a niche in real estate. So I was really excited to get Casey on to talk about what he does. So Casey, before we kind of get into the meat of those details, do you want to tell us just real quickly, introduce yourself a little bit about yourself and and what you do every day? Well, um, I'm employed by APM Real Estate firm here in Columbia, South Carolina. We've been in business for 20 plus years. I'm titled the general manager, but I've actually got my sales license, which gives me the authority and the credentials to do property management as well. And our firm mostly focuses on property management. Excellent. Now that's what we're going to dig into. But as I was thinking about this and kind of who you are, I think this is absolutely worth our time. So you have a ton of background in baseball and in coaching baseball, and you just shared with me recently the story about going to Segra Park. Can you please share that with our listeners? Because I think this blew my mind, and I think it's going to surprise some other people as well. Well, I had some time in between appointments just a couple of days ago, and Segra Park is a local minor league park here. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably five or six years old. I went in, saw the gate open, went in to take a little walk around, and I sat down uh, in a nice big Adirondack chair. The weather was perfect, and uh, I just had some time to reflect, and um, I'm not sure which portion of that story you were referencing, Pat, but uh, having that time to sit and reflect on some things uh, as it pertains to business and, and how I can improve things even from a personal standpoint, just having that little bit extra time to sit and think was great. Yeah. I think that, you know, someone had asked you, you know, how you got, you know, suntan or whatever. And you mentioned, first of all, you mentioned grabbing a cup of coffee and sitting there, which I think sounds amazing. And then you said, um, you know, generally speaking that Sucre Park is open and available to just kind of walk around or sit and relax. And I just thought that's a pretty cool idea. And if I have a break between two things downtown, that's a no brainer. I think I'm going to definitely going to do that in the future. Yeah, uh, it's wide open. You can walk around it. You can do a little walking exercise, jogging, whatever. But I just sat there and, like I said, reflected on some business topics and personal topics. And sitting there staring at a baseball field made me reflect on some playing days and coaching days and yeah, some good times. That's awesome. Well, I know we want to have a little bit of time to talk about some you know investing and business and things like that. So let me shift gears. So for me personally, Casey, I, I was not exposed. I didn't really know anyone growing up who invested in real estate. My parents never did that. So that was something I personally learned about as a financial advisor, as I started working with clients and came to learn a lot of people can make a lot of money in real estate. And some of the time people do that and they manage it themselves. Maybe they have a management company like yours. A lot of people who are managing it themselves, they get sick of it. And so 
you know, they're looking for options and sometimes they just want to sell and be out of real estate. Sometimes they want to sell and use like a professional portfolio manager, which is something we can help them with. But I think of you as an interesting option because a lot of our clients are close to retirement or in retirement. And maybe they're thinking, I don't want to spend all this time managing these properties. So can you talk about, uh, I'm sure you've had plenty of people that have been active in the management of their real estate and they decide this is just way too much work and they want to hand it over to, to your team. So is that something that you see uh, commonly and, you know, kind of what type of transition is that? And uh, obviously there's a cost for your professional services, but the benefits for some people must be priceless. Yes. Well, there's many reasons uh, people stop self-managing. Um, a lot of times people will relocate and so they'll be out of the area in mm. another state and distance kind of causes them to look for management. Uh, and so we feel that gap because we are local. Our source of business is typically in the Midlands okay. and go out to Newberry, Camden, maybe Sumter, just depending on the property and how we feel we can service that property. Because it's not just single family dwellings, it can be multifamily dwellings. So if it's a big 50 apartment, multifamily unit, uh, we would have to kind of really think how we could service that. But if it's a single family property, we know that there's going to be the occasional uh, issue that needs to, to be addressed. And we think, you know, we're pretty good with dealing with that at that distance. But okay. you also have people that are new real estate investors. And as they grow their portfolio, they find themselves less available to find new deals because they're bogged down with managing the properties that they have. That's where we can kind of step in and help them. You know, we can run through exactly what we do when you feel that time is right during this uh, podcast. But um, then you've got people that uh, can't sell at the time. They may not have equity. Um, this kind of goes back to a relocation type deal where, um, you know, they just recently bought a house. Um, locally, it could be a military family and they just may not have enough equity to sell it. And renting it is the best option so mm. they can maintain and build equity while they're away, whether it's a, a short term or a long term relocation for them. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I think of it in my mind when I when we met and you told me what you did, I was kind of thinking of one specific circumstance. But as we've talked, you know, over time, I've come to realize there's so many different ones. And even I'm now remembering two different times in my life, one time when I had a house built and, you know, the real estate market was terrible and it wasn't a good time to sell my house and I ended up renting it out. That was local. And that was to me, you know, as a business owner, that was the biggest hassle in the world. The last thing I wanted to do was have to manage the thing. So I would have given anything to have known you at that time. But I actually, probably the biggest financial mistake I've ever made in my career was I co-signed on a loan for somebody who was out of state um, and they ended up passing away and it became my problem. So I actually have had to manage one from long distance and that's a nightmare. So yeah, I mean, you, you being able to step in and solve that problem, I'm sure is priceless for a lot of people. Yeah, the, uh, I, you can really alleviate a lot of stress and anxiety from people when they finally turn this over to us and they're just really just looking at their deposit that they receive every month with the occasional uh, maintenance issue that we may need approval for from them. Yeah, it kind of comes to mind, you know, Jen and I talk about this on the show all the time, that when I first started 26 years ago, the biggest concern most people had was how do I make the most return? And now the biggest concern most people have is how do I have the best life? <laughs> you know what I mean? And not try to squeeze every penny out of what I'm doing. So that's obviously uh, kind of fits with your business model. Um, before we you know, start running out of time, I wanted to make sure one of the things that you've said that took a while to get through my skull is the other thing is people that have real estate that could potentially earn money, but they're not taking advantage of that. Can you talk through that? Do you have any examples of that? I'm sure people have, maybe it's, maybe they've moved and they haven't been able to sell their house or, um, you know, maybe they just have a secondary property that they plan to use, but they're not using, you know, this, maybe some lazy real estate where you can step in and, and help them generate some income. Yeah. Well, one thing that you, you have probably run across in, in your years is that, a family member passes away and they, they own real estate and probate can sometimes take years, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and so this property is 
vacant. It's unused. It's, uh, you know, it's potentially could be vandalized. Uh, systems can break down with not being used. So there's nothing wrong with making it a rental property and having it produce income to at least cover the taxes and expenses uh, that do arise with a house until the probate is settled. Uh, so we, we do that, or we're currently doing that and until that's done. And um, whether one family member uh, ends up owning it and continues to keep it as a rental or if the family decides to sell it, um, obviously the lease stays in place until it runs out. But uh, that's another scenario um, that has come up that we deal with. That's a valuable learning lesson, learning moment for me, Casey, because we run into that all the time. When our clients are younger, sometimes their parents pass, so they're going through it as they're inheriting it. And then as our clients age through retirement, sometimes they're passing and then their kids are going through that. So I, I can absolutely see that, that being of, a, of huge value. Well, yeah. I know uh, Jen's going to pop on here soon and, and help close us out. Um, so we're running out of time, but um, appreciate your time, Casey. Uh, would love for you to just uh, share kind of, once again, your name, uh, the company name, phone number, email, uh, website, anything that you want to, uh, in case people want to get in touch with you. Sure. Uh, it's Casey Estridge and my email address is C-A-S-E-Y, Casey at A-P-M Realty Group.com. Uh, the best way to reach me is my mobile number, 803-269-8008. And would love the opportunity to speak to someone if they have any questions about real estate and are either currently own a portfolio or considering um, jumping into the real estate business. Uh, we have a lot of experience that can help guide you through those uh, obstacles that might jump out in front of you. That's fabulous, Casey. Uh, well, thanks so much. I really enjoyed the conversation. Thank you, Pat. All right. Thanks so much, Casey, for your time today. And if you have questions for Pat Struby as well and the team at Preservation Specialists, 803-9-RETIRE is how you can reach them today. If you want to hear the numbers as you're punching that into your phone, that's 803-973-8473. Or the easiest way to remember that is 803 803- nine retire we've got more coming up on the other side of the break this is save your retirement with pat struby we'll be back in just a moment stay with us john farley here according to the u.s debt clock in the time you hear this commercial our nation's debt will go up by 1.5 million dollars that's more than two billion dollars a day 15 billion a week right now our debt is over 31 trillion and climbing fast the question is, how do we pay it off? The answer, increasing taxes. Now think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are historically low or later when rates are potentially higher? Whether you should pay taxes now or in the future depends on a lot of things. The team at Preservation Specialists knows what to look for. Our advisors can help you create a plan so your retirement is as tax efficient as it can be. Call 803-9-RETIRE to set up a visit with an advisor at Preservation Specialists that's 803-9-RETIRE. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Call now, 803-9-RETIRE. Securities offered through Arcadios Capital Member, FINRA and SIPC Advisory Services offered through Arcadios Wealth Preservation Specialists and Arcadios are not affiliated through any ownership. The team at Preservation Specialists have put together a retirement rescue kit to help you get your plan started. To get yours, text the word RETIRE to 803-973-8473 right now. That's RETIRE to 803-973-8473. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and I am Jen Rezac alongside. Now, the IRS tax code is full of thousands of sections. Each has its own definitions and rules and fees. And guess what? Even though there's all this information in here that probably not very many of us have actually read, we're legally bound to follow all the rules. So <laughs> it's a lot of fun is, is how I'm trying to set this up for you right now, Pat. A lot of fun. Now, we all know that we need to file our taxes every year, even though it can be overwhelming and complicated due to all of the thousands of pages and sections and, and rules. But you say, Pat, there's a more proactive approach that pre-retirees should take. So explain the difference between getting our taxes prepared 
and tax planning and what that looks like. Yeah, I think the important thing for us to remember, Jen, is that you know, taxes are complicated throughout our lives. That's just, you know, the way it is. Like you said, there's thousands of sections that it's an endless tax code mm. almost. But the main thing that I w- always want to convey is taxes in retirement is completely different than taxes when you're working. It's almost like night and day. And people have even said it's almost like there's there's two completely different tax codes. And the example that I would use is, especially if you are an employee for a company during your working years, you're just getting a W-2 at the end of the year, you know, so, and you want that to be as much as possible. You want to make as much as possible, right? So Mm -hmm. it's pretty straightforward. But in retirement, now that game has completely changed. Most people in retirement, if they're going to live on something more than social security, they might have, a married couple might have four, six, eight, ten sources of income, and it's all coming from these different areas, and it's all taxed differently. So you actually have some control over how that's all going to be taxed. So Mm -hmm. coming back to your question, tax preparation is very important. That's either doing your own taxes or going to a CPA and making sure they're done properly. Hopefully you're taking advantage of, you know, some of the tax advantages that are there, and you're trying to make sure you pay as little taxes as possible. But that's based on what you did last year. Tax planning is we're looking into the future. So a terrific analogy is when you're driving in the car, which is the rear view mirrors looking at what's behind you. And that's tax preparation. That's taking a pile of stuff and either, you know, crunching your own numbers or handing it to a tax preparer. But the windshield is our tax planning. That's what people like us are looking to do. We're saying, okay, not that we don't care about what happened last year. What we really want to look at is, is there anything that we can be doing right now or planning that we can be working on to help you save taxes next year or three or five or 10 years from now? How do we make sure you and your loved ones pay as little taxes as possible over the next generation? Those are the things that tax planning can do, and and hopefully it can make a huge difference in you and your families lives and lifestyles. Yeah. And, and, you know, as you talk about that, making a difference, hopefully, for, for your family, for your lifestyle in the future, when should we start thinking about this, about, about getting proactive on tax planning for the future? Well, the easy answer for me, Jen, is obviously today yeah. uh, because right I'm now. a planner. So <laughs> <laughs> we joke about my nine-year-old Gabby. She has inherited it from me because she is um, you know, she's always planning. You know, we do uh, little post-its for the girls in their lunch boxes, Aww. and Gabby, Gabby just started doing post-its for her younger sister Isla, who's seven, which I thought was the cutest That's thing ever. Cute. Well, she told me on Sunday. She said, "Oh, Dad, I have to do all five post-its today because I, I have to have the week done ahead." So, oh goodness, so she's a planner like <laughs> I am. Uh, but I would say, you know, anyone, um, you know, even you know, right as you're coming out of high school or college, you can be thinking. It's it, even uh, some basic planning is to think about. Let's say. You have access to your first 401k and and you say, I, I want to start thinking about my retirement. I want to start getting that match from that employer. And they say, well, you can do a regular 401k or a Roth 401k. That's a huge decision for future tax planning. So that's, you're doing future tax planning there. Do I want the tax advantage now or do I want it later? So that's a great example. But I would say the most important time, Jen, is in an ideal scenario, you're at least five or 10 years out from retirement because that gives us time to do, do some of the changing and some of the planning. We can still do it after you retire. You know, we've done a lot of tax planning for clients actually in retirement because as we got further into this or maybe when they hired us, they were already retired. So Mm -hmm. they didn't have the chance to do the planning uh, beforehand. So it could still be done. But of course, as you might imagine with anything financial, the more time you have to implement something, um, the the more advantage that you can get from it. And that's that's the reason why we would always offer a, a tax analysis to listeners of our show. We'd offer that with no cost and no obligation. And basically what our tax analysis does is it kind of looks at where you're at right now, helps you understand how anything that you've saved for retirement, how it's going to be taxed. Um, Is that being taxed every year? Is it tax deferred? Or will that be tax free when you take that money out? And all three of those are really, really important to understand. So that's the first step, kind of where you're at right now. And then, of course, the next big step is, is there anything you can do to improve that so that you can pay less taxes in the future? So that tax analysis can have a huge benefit to you. And again, we'll offer that to listeners of the show at at no cost or no obligation. To get started, call us at 803-9-RETIRE. Again, for your no cost, no obligation tax analysis, call us at 803 Nine retire. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and I am Jen Rezac alongside. And Pat, as we talk a little bit about this whole idea of preparing taxes versus tax planning, 
We know that the tax code isn't set in stone, and it can certainly change from one presidential administration to the next. There are times when when different tax policy changes are are proposed in Congress as well. So how important is it to take advantage of current tax planning opportunities before we start to see some changes again? Because this is a message we've talked about a lot, the fact that changes are really likely coming for our tax code. Yeah, this is uh, so important, Jen, because, um, you know, I think one of the phrases I've read is that is tax policy is written in pencil. And so, you know, we can do the best we can for right now. And then, of course, we just need to be prepared to adjust for the future. And I, I think the point you're bringing up is, um, you know, we have a massive debt as a country. And every single expert on that topic says there is really only one solution to that, and that is that our income taxes are going to have to increase at some point in the future. So that tells us that while we don't know when and how much, we know probably in the short term, that's going to be the time where we really want to be looking at these types of things. So our dream scenario would be we want to be acting right now and maybe have a plan over the next three to five years to really be thinking about where you are right now and what we want to be looking at in the future. And if there's things like a Roth IRAs can have great tax advantages down the road, there's other plans that also do maybe converting from a regular IRA to a Roth IRA or from 401k type money to Roth could be really advantageous. And so I think, you know, the point you're making, Jen, is we don't know. We don't know politically what's going to happen. Sure. Uh, but we really want to be taking advantage of where we are right now because most people believe it's quite possible that the tax brackets and the tax rates we have right now are the lowest any of us will see for the rest of our lives uh, because of, you know, how much debt that our, our government has piled up. And so now is the time to be uh, taking advantage of that opportunity. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. You know, the age when somebody has to start taking, I'm just going to ask some other kind of like tax related questions here. The age when someone has to start taking their RMDs, their required minimum distributions, that is now 73 years old. Talk a little bit about the impact that RMDs could possibly have on our taxes in retirement. Yeah, this is another one of those examples, Jen, that, you know, when you're working and accumulating money and you're in your 20s or 40s or even early 60s, this is not anything you care about. It's, it's, it has a non-issue on your taxes. So everything is totally different when you're retired. And that's another example of why we always talk about how there's a lot of great financial advisors out there. But if you're if you're close to retirement, in retirement, you really want someone who specializes and knows retirement because there's great advisors for accumulating money that haven't dealt with required distributions, so they don't understand how that affects your taxes. So the required distribution rules have changed dramatically over the last, say, half dozen years. And, you know, you and I used to laugh on the show, Jen, that, that it was 70 and a half mm. <laughs> uh, was when you had to start taking it, which is a ridiculous rule. So they finally changed that. And so now it's been bumped up to age 73. And so just for those listeners who may not be aware, if you have money that's tax deferred, in something like a 401k or a traditional IRA, that's what this rule is targeting. And now once you reach age 73, every year for the rest of your life, you have a, a minimum amount you have to take that out of that account. And Jen, a lot of people ask me, you know, why is that? That's crazy. Why would they do that? And there is no more simple answer other than the IRS is saying, hey, you've had enough tax advantages and we want you to start paying some taxes now. Right. That's really what, that's really <laughs> it is. Those, those, what the politicians would say is that those accounts were designed for your retirement. They were not designed for you to have tax advantages to pass it on to the next generation. Right. So this is their way of doing that. So all of that is to say um, that minimum distribution could have a huge effect on your retirement, on your taxes. You know, we have some clients that use that money to live off of. So it's not that big of a deal because they were going to take it out anyway. But we have a lot of clients, they have no interest in paying that tax. So now they've got, you know, income coming from different sources. Maybe they have a pension, social security, and things like that. And then now we have to dump this income on top of that from this money that they weren't even wanting to take. So the effect of the required distributions can have a huge impact on your taxes in retirement. And again, this is about having someone who has an expertise in income planning and tax planning in retirement. It also affects your investments because you're going to be forced to take money out of those different retirement accounts. So you need someone who can piece all of that together. And that's what we love to do, Jen. That's, you know, we love kind of taking the investments, the income and the taxes and putting those all together and having a plan that works together. And that's why we'll offer today uh, for listeners of the show, a, a no cost, no obligation 
tax analysis, help you take a look at what type of taxes you would be paying in retirement, including those required distributions. And then are there different planning strategies that we can put together to help you reduce those taxes down the road? And we've seen situations where you can save tens or even hundreds of thousands of dollars over time. To take advantage of that offer, call us at 803-9-RETIRE. Again, no cost, no obligation, tax analysis. Call us at 803-9-RETIRE. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. More insights from Pat are coming up next. Stay with us. You've heard Pat on radio. Now you can see him on television. Tune in Sunday mornings during the 7 o'clock news on WIS-TV, Columbia's NBC Channel 10. To schedule a visit for your own customized five-step retirement review, call right now, 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, author of the books Save Your Retirement and The Retirement Secret, and talking today a little bit about taxes in retirement, the IRS Comprehensive Taxpayer Attitude Survey. <laughs> We're bold enough wow. to survey our attitudes amongst taxpayers. <laughs> well, they're the IRS. They can do whatever <laughs> they, they want. They do whatever they want, <laughs> and we'll just be happy about it. Uh, fine. They found that about half of taxpayers used paid tax professionals. So a lot mm. of people get help with that rather than doing it on their own. But who should we turn to when it comes to tax planning in retirement? I think this is another important part of this, Pat. I know we've talked about this before, but again, talk about the different types of financial professionals and the benefits of working with a retirement planner in in some of these different areas of our finances. Yeah. And by the way, I think that not only is the the name of the survey hilarious, that's their attitude survey, but I think it's quite fascinating, actually, that's about half and half, that people do their own taxes and half people have someone they're paying to do it. Because obviously, we we work with our clients to understand what they're doing with their taxes. So I've seen all kinds of situations, and I just I wouldn't have known what it would be. So that's really interesting. So yeah, as far as financial professionals and how it is affected by retirement and taxes, I think two things stand out to me. First of all, if you have a financial advisor or financial professional of any kind, or even if you don't, but maybe you consider it occasionally, the first thing I will apologize for is our industry has a horrendous job of using titles. Pretty much anyone can. Say they're a financial advisor, financial consultant, wealth manager, wealth advisor. It goes on and on and on. So please understand that if it seems confusing, it's because it is. And and we completely understand that. So the two distinctions that I think would be really important, the first one is the most obvious, which is most people in our industry like to call themselves some type of advisor. But many people in our industry really just want to manage your money for you. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with that as long as they're not misleading you. We've had people hire us that are looking for a comprehensive planner because that's what we do and that's what we love to do. But sometimes they hire us because they thought they were going to get that somewhere else. And then what ended up happening is the person was just managing their investments for them. So that's one big distinction. If you are considering hiring some type of financial professional, you want to find out, are they just going to manage your money or are they going to do more comprehensive financial planning? Because, of course, that financial planning would include the tax planning. And by the way, there's different strokes for different folks. Maybe you just want someone to manage your money. That's totally okay. Uh, Just make sure you know what you're getting. And then the second piece is most advisors fall into one of two camps of being kind of a generalist, which I would say is more, we would call that kind of an accumulation planner. So that's somebody who's helping you grow your money. That's kind of what our industry was built on. Back years ago, that was more of a stockbroker. You don't hear that term thrown out much anymore, but someone who's going to be a wealth manager or help you accumulate your money. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. That's something that's completely appropriate for someone in their 20s and 30s and probably for people in their 40s as well. But as you get to within 5, 10, and depending on your you know, circumstances, maybe 15 years from retirement, now your needs are going to be different because now you really need to focus on things that are important in retirement. How do you make that so very difficult 
transition from being in the long-term accumulation growth mode into how do I transition my financial life into preserving my nest egg and generating income off my nest egg. Now you need something that's more retirement focused. And that's where we talk about the taxes, that the tax planning in retirement is a complete night and day difference from when you're working. So you need someone who understands that. You need someone who understands how your social security can be taxed. You need someone who understands how you have required amounts you have to take out of some of your retirement accounts when you reach age 73. You need someone who understands how things will be taxed if you pass away. So all of those things are very different than somebody who's working with people that are in their 20s and 30s and 40s. So I know that was a lot, Jen, but I think those two distinctions are really important that we yeah. cover. Yeah, I think so. And if we're thinking about retiring in the next few years, what are some things we should consider doing right now? Yeah, I mean, the number one thing on most people's minds if they're a few years from retirement is their investments and their nest egg. And that is important because you really, let's say you're three years out, you shouldn't be investing like you just started anymore because you probably have a lot more at risk. And also you have a lot less time if something really dramatic happens like a stock market crash or something like that. The second thing people are thinking about is their retirement income. What am I going to actually live off of? That's really important too. You know, we always Mm -hmm. say, The foundation to a successful retirement plan is a written retirement income plan. But as far as when we think about taxes, when you're a few years out, that's a great time to be working with someone like us that's a retirement planner that can actually show you, okay, here's the different places where you could pull money for retirement. So let's say you're married and you both have social security benefits. Let's say maybe one of you has some kind of pension or state retirement, and then you've got various uh, 401k or IRA or things like that. Well, there might be you know four, five, six different places where we might draw money for you to live off of in retirement. And now what we need to look at is how are those going to be taxed? And so three years out is actually a great time to be aware of that because if you're going to be paying more taxes in retirement than you realized, you need to know it the sooner the better. And then it also gives you time to see, well, maybe we can get some of that so you can pay less taxes in retirement. And that's what, you know, if you're a few years out, you really have the opportunity to take advantage of some of that planning. So would you say, (laughs) I've asked the question before, is it ever too early? Is it ever too late to get started on tax planning, really? Well, it's never too late. It's certainly, um, you know, the later you start, you know, the less options you have, right? But, you know, I've had people ask that question when they're five years from retirement, and absolutely not. That's probably the most common time for most of our clients. But even if you've been retired for five or 10 years, there's always things you can do to help with your taxes. And, you know, just like with investing, Jen, we always say the number one thing is we need to know what your goals are, because as long as you accomplish your goals, then you're handling your investments successfully. The same thing with your taxes. You know, maybe when you're 30 or 40, you have a certain tax goal. But when you're 75 or 80, you probably have different tax goals. Maybe you want to save on taxes this year, but maybe you're starting to think about maybe your kids are probably, you know, we always joke, a lot of people like the grandkids more than the kids, right? So maybe you're thinking about (laughs) how do I leave something to the grandkids and help them save money on taxes? So now, not only were we just talking about your income and taxes and your investments all being tied together, but now we're adding in your estate plan as well. How do you leave more to your loved ones? So all of that comes together in any kind of comprehensive retirement planning. And that's the reason we call our initial review a five-step retirement review because it covers five different areas in retirement. And we offer that to listeners of the show today at no cost and no obligation. To get started, you just call us at 803-9-RETIRE. Once again, to get started, call us at 803-9-RETIRE talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and I am Jen Rizak alongside as we talk a little bit about being proactive here on taxes, putting together that strategy. Let's talk a little bit about the steps here. What goes into creating that tax-efficient strategy for your retirement? Yeah, I think the most important thing to understand is if you don't do any tax planning, then you're probably going to pay more taxes in retirement than you realized. And I feel like someone that's about to retire now has been told their entire adult life, just defer all your taxes until retirement because you'll pay a lot less at that point. And now we're looking at a situation where people who have done that are paying way more taxes than they thought. And because our debt is so high as a country, most of us are expecting taxes to go up. So it could just get worse and worse. So what we want to do is just look at every way that we can reduce those taxes. We don't want you just having Social Security and then having like a big 401k or IRA that you draw off of. Because not only is that 401k or IRA fully taxable, just like your regular income is while you're working, but it's also going to trigger taxes on your Social Security at very low thresholds. So it's very important to understand how high the tax can be 
And then what we need to do is we want to try and figure out, can we make some of that income come in tax-free? You know, there's various ways to do that. And then one of the common things we do for clients is how do we keep you in a lower tax bracket? So one of the big examples is, you know, let's say a bracket is 12% and then the next one's 22%. Well, if we can take you from a 22% bracket down to a 12% bracket, that is a huge, huge tax savings. So those are a couple of different things that we can do. We just want to make sure we are taking control of your taxes as much as possible. And then, of course, helping you pay as little in taxes each year as we possibly can. So let's talk about some different strategies here that we can consider that can help us keep more money in our own pockets in retirement. Of course, that's the big goal for so many people Mm -hmm. out there. Yeah, I think, you know, we had best-selling author David McKnight on the show in the past, and we, we brought him in to speak to our clients. And I really love his, he has a nice, simple way of thinking about it. If you're in retirement or, say, getting close to it, or even if you're further away but you've been saving for retirement, just look at your nest egg and then think of them each falling into one of three tax buckets. The first one is anything that's just a taxable account. And so that's going to be anything like a CD you have at the bank or a brokerage where you get a 1099 on it every year. The second is tax deferred. So that's going to be like a 401k or a regular IRA. So that's going to avoid taxes until you take it out. And then the final one is something that's income tax-free, things like a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k. So you're not getting tax benefits up front usually, but then uh, you're actually being able to take that out tax-free. So the first thing that we want to do is we want to look at where are you at with each of those three. And then the bottom line is we want to try and figure out is how in the world can we figure out how to get as much in that tax-free bucket as we can. Because David McKnight's book that's a bestseller is called The Power of Zero. And the whole point of that book is – if he can get you to the 0% tax bracket in retirement, well, that would be pretty good, right? Yeah. Uh, and David yeah. talks about how people expect that tax rates may have to double someday because our debt is so high. And so he says the beauty of the 0% tax bracket is doubling a 0% tax bracket is still zero. Now, it's not real easy to get into a 0% bracket, but man, it's a great thing, <laughs> great yeah. thing to target. So those are the things that we want to do. You know, How do we get to tax-free? There's a lot of different ways to do that. Funding Roth IRAs, funding Roth 401ks, converting from regular IRAs to Roth IRAs. There's other things, too, involving insurance and things like that. A lot of different things that can be done. It really depends on what you're trying to accomplish and your biggest goals. Let's talk about this whole idea of creating a plan that addresses taxes in the future when we don't know so much, Pat. We don't know what tax policies will be in place 20 or 30 years from now. That's a great question, Jen. Uh, The best thing that we can do is plan based on what we know now and what we expect to happen in the future. And then also, just like diversification is so important with your investments, we always say there's no one perfect investment, so we need to divvy that money up. We think the same with tax planning. So each type of tax planning strategy that we have has its own pros and cons, and it has its own risk depending on what happens with tax policies. So for example, let's say someone is telling you to put all your money in Roth IRAs, And then someone else tells you, well, what if they get rid of Roth IRAs? Well, that's a great question, right? We need to be prepared for that type of thing. So most of our clients, Jen, aren't doing just one thing. We're trying to do two or three or four different things. And that way it's providing some protection in case things change, because you're absolutely right. Change is absolutely out there. And then, of course, the last thing we want to do is we want to have an active plan. Instead of just having a a one-time plan that you forget about, having a planner like us to help you with the plan and then implement the plan and then manage the plan over time. That way, when things change, we're right there with you. So to take advantage of that type of tax planning, we'll offer you a tax analysis at no cost and no obligation. To listeners of the show today, call us at 803-9-RETIRE. Once again, call us to get started at 803-9-RETIRE. We have more coming up on Save Your Retirement, but now it's time for today's Medicare Minute with author and Medicare expert, Tim Hanbury. Have you ever heard of the income-related monthly adjustment amount, or IRMA, before? Well, don't feel bad. Most people haven't either. IRMA is a surcharge to the cost of Part B and Part D premiums for individuals based on their income from two years ago. If your income was above $87,000 as a single person or $174,000 if you're married, you'll receive an IRMA charge. I won't get into all the details, but no, IRMA can add about $70 to about $425 per month to your cost depending on your income. So if you have a higher income or sold a property, received a bonus or deferred compensation, you may run into this. Please know there is a process to reduce or eliminate these costs once you're on Medicare. If your income will be less in retirement than it was two years ago, then it makes sense to appeal this charge. Your financial planner can also show you ways to reduce your taxable income prior to retirement, which helps reduce or eliminate these charges before they happen. 
Please take some time to understand your Medicare options. Medicare, properly designed, would be the best insurance you ever had. Visit Tim's website, MedicareBlueprint.com, to download a free copy of his book. Or if you would like to talk with Tim, call 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a consultation. The team at Preservation Specialists have put together a retirement rescue kit to help you get your plan started. To get yours, text the word RETIRE to 803-973-8473 right now. That's RETIRE to 803-973-8473. Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. He is the author of the books Save Your Retirement and The Retirement Secret, and Pat, there are some words of wisdom that stand the test of time. So we have some timeless advice for all of you to keep in mind for your retirement. Pat, I did a little research here. I'm going to give you some different quotes from different figures throughout history. And I want you to talk about what they have to do with retirement planning or making financial decisions. So hopefully you're you're good with that. I will tell you, <laughs> most. I think these are all pretty easy to tie into money. I'll try not to make it too hard for you. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. 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 So the first one here, it's a quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson. And this is an interesting one. He says, the desire of gold is not for gold. It's for the means of freedom and benefit. I thought that was a great one. What what does Mm. that tell you about how we should think about our money when it comes to our retirement? Well, Jen, I I think that this one is really powerful. And I think it's kind of, I mean, this is, you did not start off with a light one here, okay? (laughs) So, uh, and the reason I'm thinking about this is this is something that every single one of us is probably good to have in front of us. And what I mean by that is even as someone who does this for a living, I can get caught up in, you know, thinking about what's the best investment or what's the best return or something like that. And uh, what's very powerful about this quote is, that the success of your financial plan or the success of your investments is not about accumulating the biggest pile of money or getting the best rate of return on your money. And yet that's what we all talk about, right? That's what the media talks about. That's what magazines, you know, the news, everything is about, you know, this hot fund or Mm -hmm. this is the rate of return of the Dow Jones, right? All these things over and over and over again, these things that are in front of our face. But yet that's not actually what success is about. Success with our money is about accomplishing our goals. Right. And no one has the goal of, I want to have the biggest pile of money when I die, right? <laughs> no one really thinks that. Yeah. And, yeah. and yet we become obsessed over that. Or we think about, well, the stock market made 10% last year. I only made 5%. I need to change everything. My plan is a mess, you know, mm-hmm. and that's not the case. Because for most of us, money is not about being rich, it's about having some kind of security and comfort and freedom. And the way we get that is by having uh, money to live off of in retirement, to be able to do the things that we want to do. And, you know, that's kind of the positive side, Jen. On the negative side, you know, the things that we all fear, these are the things that people have told us dozens and dozens of times. I don't want to have to eat cat food. I don't want to have to apply to be a greeter in Walmart when I'm 88 years old because I don't have any money anymore. These are real life things that we think about. And that's what's important. It's not about, you know, what the Dow Jones did yesterday. And so I think that this quote about the desire of gold is not for gold, it means freedom and benefit. I think that's what that's about. And what a powerful reminder. And hopefully, when you hire a financial planner, that's something we can help you with is helping you keep your eyes on your goals. And and that will help you obviously accomplish them. Right. And you know, I think you can take it even further into that whole idea of recognizing what is a tool and what is something that's actually a value. We look at all these financial tools and you think about something like an annuity. People don't want an annuity because they want an annuity. It's what it does for them. If that's the thing that they need to get income, it's about that. It's not, I want an annuity just because I want an annuity or this fund or that fund or this account or that account, right? It's about what it means for you when you have it. That's a really great point, Jen, because the tools are the very specific thing, and that's what the media talks about. That's what Mm -hmm. they put in front of us because it's what people are selling, right? Someone's selling an annuity. Someone's selling a mutual fund. Someone's selling a managed money portfolio. 
And so that's what goes into our mind. But in fact, that's actually the last piece. And where you start is you start with planning and you just start with goals and objectives. And then actually after that is not even the tools. After that's the strategies. Okay, well, so we know you want to make sure you don't die broke. Okay, so the strategies now is we're going to build a plan for your income. And once we have an idea where that's going to come from, now we start digging into the tools. So we often, as human beings, and we do this in other areas of our life, right? We get things completely backwards. (laughs) And so I think that that's a perfect example that you've used there, Jen, is people don't buy a tool, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like a physical tool in our house. We don't actually buy the tool because we want the tool. We want what it's going to give us. Right, right. And it's the exact same way with whatever planning we're doing with finance. And just keeping that big picture piece in mind uh, hopefully can be uh, quite valuable. Right. And, and you said just a, a minute ago about how sometimes we're looking at these things backwards. Speaking of looking at things backwards, that kind of takes me into our next one of these words of wisdom. This one is Thomas Jefferson never spend your money before you've earned it. <laughs> because how mm. often is that a problem? Now, you know, these are things that we all try to teach our kids. And it's pretty easy when you're talking about, here's a small amount of cash, here's your allowance, and here's teaching you to look at a toy that you can afford. It gets a little bit more complicated in the world of adulting that we're all in. <laughs> Talk about how important it is, though, to not lose sight of that basic lesson. Live within your means before and in retirement. Well, and Thomas Jefferson clearly um, does not know what we know as Americans now, which is to, we, you should spend like crazy and not worry about what you make, right? Right, <laughs> so. right. And what our federal debt is and all of That's it. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Gosh. Yeah. Well, and one of my first mentors uh, had a saying. He said, you know, there's two types of people in the world, people that pay interest and those that earn interest. Hmm. And I thought that was really interesting. Uh, And that's very oversimplified, of course. You know, we were fortunate enough to buy a building for the company and we have a loan on the building, but that has afforded us the opportunity to, you know, we think that that could be a great investment for us over a lifetime. And uh, we don't feel like we're over borrowing. So there are certainly ways that we can borrow. It doesn't mean you're a bad person or, you know, foolish with your money. But uh, certainly, you know, having a mortgage on your home is very different than, going crazy with a credit card Mm -hmm. and not being able to pay it off, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that that's something that a lot of our clients know that, um, you know, we all go through phases in our lives. Uh, Many of us, when we're younger and we're learning these things, are trying to figure that out and maybe have some debt issues. Certainly by the time someone is in their 50s or 60s uh, is usually when someone's hiring us. And a lot of times they've already, you know, figured that stuff out. But sometimes that's part of our process is, you know, if they do still have some debt, helping them kind of figure out priorities, uh, how to resolve that. But And then certainly to your point, Jen, we have to know what our means are in Mm -hmm. retirement so you can enjoy it and not be worried about stressing about your debt, you know, throughout your retirement, what you having enjoyment in retirement, not financial worry. Right, right. And let me just take a quick second to give the phone number as we talk a little bit about some of these concepts of understanding what's going on with the budget, putting together the plan, making sure that your income will last. That is all a part of what Pat Struby and the team at Preservation Specialists can help you with. So just real quickly, let me give that phone number, 803-9-RETIRE is the way you can reach them if you haven't really thought a whole lot about what exactly is going on with your budget. What tools are you using to make sure your income will last? And do you know the money will last as long as you need it to last? Again, 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803 803- nine retire we are in our timeless advice segment here on the show today going through some words of wisdom from figures throughout our history and applying them to the things we talk about all the time on this show the next one is from confucius when prosperity comes do not use all of it i really like that one it's another Mm. one on prudent financial decisions And I think it relates to having a strategy for spending your money so you don't use it all too quickly because it'll feel pretty prosperous when you can get into those retirement accounts for the first time. No doubt, Jen. And and I can't help but think of, you know, one of my jobs at the house is um, I read Bible stories to the girls before (laughs) bedtime. And um, you know how they try and do a good job of, you know, making them age appropriate, right? So so if they're picking out the best 100 stories of the Bible, so Joseph from the Old Testament is always in there. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we were kind of recycling through that the last couple of years. I can't help think of Joseph, you know, when he became kind of the Pharaoh's right-hand man. And there were these seven years of abundance, and he was having them store so much of the food because, you know, God had told him in a dream there'd be seven years of famine. I mean, that's 
I mean, of course, it's not exactly that necessarily, but we, we all know. I mean, that's real life. We all have uh, highs and lows in our lives. As a country, we have economic cycles and, you know, better times and worse times. We've mm-hmm. all, you know, once you reach a certain age, you know those things. And if anyone says, well, whatever's happening now is going to continue indefinitely, that means they have no idea. <laughs> They've never understood <laughs> history. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's something we absolutely all must remember. And for most of our clients, they're very often very conservative and they want to, they don't want to take a lot of risk in retirement. So we're making conservative estimates. And then when we do have more prosperity than the assumptions that we have, then we always say, what a wonderful thing to have to decide and say, okay, we've got more in here than we had ever anticipated. What do we want to do with that? And do we want to save it for a rainy day? Do you want to maybe take an extra trip? Or, you know, those are wonderful adjustments to make as opposed to adjustments on the downside. Mm -hmm. We don't want to ever have to come back and say, okay, we have to cut your income. If we can make sure we never have to do that and the only adjustments are because of prosperity, then that's a wonderful thing. Right, right. But always thinking ahead and recognizing that there could be tougher times ahead and being ready for that. It's a good lesson for all of us at any stage in life, not just not just retirement. And I have one more. I saved the best one for last. Uh, this one is Teddy Roosevelt. If you could kick the person in the pants responsible for most of your trouble, you wouldn't sit for a month. <laughs> this one just made me <laughs> laugh. And because I'm sure you've seen this, how often do we get in our own way and we're the one that's giving us all the problems when it comes to making wise decisions with our money? <laughs> uh, so Jen, I had never heard this quote before, and I love it might it. it might be my new favorite quote of all time. It's it's it really is amazing, especially because I didn't see exactly where it was going as I was as I was kind of mm-hmm. hearing it, you know. So, right. yeah, I think that that is we all know obviously that no one has been perfect with their money, and sometimes people tell me, you know, I was embarrassed to come in and, and talk to a financial planner, and and I always just urge anyone that. There is no person that's perfect with their money. I've been a financial planner my entire adult life. I have not been perfect with my money. So I certainly don't judge anyone else for the decisions they've made. And, you know, there's no value in, you know, judging or, you know, condemning someone for something they've done in the past. What we want to do is we want to look at the future and help you there. But Benjamin Graham is kind of a investing icon. Uh, and he was one of the people that, that Warren Buffett learned the most from, for example. And he actually said that was a quote of his, that the investor's biggest enemy is always themselves. And I just think this is one of one of our philosophies, Jen, which is investing is hard and finances are hard. And we believe there's tremendous value in hiring a planner. But we also understand that the human mind and heart is not built to have all your money in the stock market and have these wild swings where it can go way up and way down and things of that nature. And so we believe that uh, we want to try and smooth that ride because if ultimately your goal is to retire, enjoy your life, never run out of money, and then also not have to stress about money all the time, then smoothing out that ride could be of of huge value. It could be priceless even. And so that's part of the preservation specialist philosophy is helping you create an income plan so you know where your income's coming from and having an investment plan that's not going to try to go for the home run every single time. We want to just make sure it's as steady as absolutely possible and helping lead you towards your goals. So if you don't feel like you have an income plan, an investment plan with that focus, give us a call right now at 803 Nine retire. Those are part of our five-step retirement review, which is at absolutely no cost and no obligation. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now to get started at 803-9-RETIRE. You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Thanks so much for joining us today. Make sure you remember that number, 803-9-RETIRE, and be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Pat. We'll talk to you then. Securities offered through Arcadios Capital, member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Arcadios Wealth. Preservation specialists and Arcadios are not affiliated through any ownership.